Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, everyone. Kelsey Nixon, and this is Kitchen Prescription, the podcast you listen to when you don't know what to make for dinner. How is everyone? I hope you're doing well. This is a big week for us over in our house. Big transitions for my kids. So two of my kids are wrapping up the school year. That's Ollie and Nora. Ollie's just wrapping up fourth grade, and Nora is wrapping up her pre-kindergarten year. And my youngest, Penny, is just starting school tomorrow. I know that's so weird because it's June, but I I have been trying to figure out a plan for Penny in preschool. She She's the cutest thing ever, you guys, but she really, all she wants to do is leave. She just likes to go, go, go. She'll bring me her little shoes to the door and say, go, go, go. And um, so I'm going to put her in a little preschool program. I, both, I put both Ollie and Nora in preschool around two-ish. And they loved it. So I'm excited for her to have this experience. But it's import- it was important to me to figure out a school situation that was really convenient to our home and, and maybe tick some of the other boxes that were important to me. And this one school seemed perfect, but they only had an opening in June. And so I said, I will take it. So in one week, I'm wrapping up school for two of my kids and starting school for my youngest. So I'm like... My brain feels almost discombobulated where (laughs) one side of my brain is wrapping up and the other is just gearing up. So it's kind of a crazy, crazy thing. But one thing that's in common with both of these situations or scenarios is all of a sudden I'm having to readjust our lunch game plan. So Penny will be taking her first packed lunch to school, cutest thing ever, And Ollie and Nora will be transitioning out of hot lunch at school and moving to like day camp lunch or home lunch. And so as I was meal planning this week, I was having to rethink lunch options that I needed to have on hand for my kids at home and what I would pack for Penny and what I would would pack for my older kids. And it's like a whole thing, right? I forget how stressful lunch is. 
once you're in a routine and in a groove, I feel like I know what to buy and what's working. Um, and my older kids were fans of hot lunch this year, which was amazing. Um, so anyways, I've been thinking so much about that. But one thing I want to share with you is because this is really the last time I'll have to make this lunchbox decision because I'm obsessed with my kids' lunchboxes. And I've talked about them before, not sponsored in any way, shape, or form. I just think they are a wonderful company, but I love Planet Box. So Planet Box is this lunchbox that is kind of like a bento box style, and it's stainless steel, and there's these cute magnets you can buy to kind of customize to go on top of it. But what's great about this lunchbox is it's 100% indestructible. And you buy it once when they're in preschool, like Penny. And it is a lunchbox that will carry you through elementary school. Like it will last forever. I love that about it. I feel like lunchbacks, like bags and boxes can get so gross and grody. And because it's stainless steel, you know I'm using my force of nature on it because I'm obsessed with that. But I don't even put it... Like, I don't even put it in the dishwasher. I think you can technically put it in the dishwasher, but I always clean my kids' lunch boxes right when they go home from school. I empty what they didn't eat, which they're usually pretty good lunch eaters. Um, and then I spray it with force of nature, and that's it. Like, it's such an easy, easy process. And the other thing that's great about force of nature in lunch boxes is that it gets rid of all of those smells because it's deodorizer. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, Force of Nature is another huge favorite of mine. It is this all-natural cleaning solution. I'm laughing as I'm telling you this because it, it sounds too good to be true. And I'm usually not one to like be into things like this, but it's the best multi-purpose cleaner ever. It's electrolyzed water. Yes, I know that sounds a little woo-woo, um, but you have this little kind of like looks like a little lab <laughs> beaker I don't know and you add water to it and these little um what are they like little pots of salt and vinegar and you add it and it makes this amazing cleaner that smells like a swimming pool and I just I don't have enough great things to say about it I love it I am so on board with it and I use it to clean my kids lunch boxes anyways back to the lunch boxes what's great about planet box is I I think they've just really nailed the portion sizes. So it's like the perfect shapes and sizes for different lunch things for my kids. It kind of compartmentalizes them and my kids are really great lunch eaters. And I think that honestly, the lunchbox might have something to do with it. Really love them. They come with cute carrying bags and I just, it's been, it's made me smile to invest in my last planet box for Penny. And now all of my kids have had these lunch boxes and, um, it kind of makes that whole lunch process a little bit more doable. So if you are in the market for a lunch box right now, I highly recommend checking them out. Great, great company. Let's jump in to sharing a few recipes for your meal plan this week to make things feel a bit more manageable. I've already told you it's a crazy time for us, and I'm sure it's a crazy time for you because when is it not, right? Okay, first recipe. Oh, baby. Boy, am I excited to share this with you. It is June, and so we are into June Recipe Club, and this is a Recipe Club recipe, my mango lime chicken with coconut rice. And you may have heard me say this on Instagram stories, but this might just be my favorite Recipe Club recipe 
forever. It's so good. It's just like summery and perfect for this time of year. The marinade is full of flavor. It's got some cilantro and it's got honey and chili powder. It's not complicated, but boy, oh boy, does it add a ton of flavor to this chicken. A bunch of lime juice in there. And you marinate your chicken and then I just end up searing chicken thighs in my cast iron skillet. But you could take this same chicken, same marinade, and throw these on the grill. You could do these on a sheet pan. Like, you could do whatever. But I really like doing these in the skillet. What's great about this is you make a mango relish that goes with it, and that's just mango, cucumber, tomatoes, and then that marinade that I made, I reserve about a quarter cup of it, so it doesn't go on the chicken at all. Just set it to the side, and then I pour that over the mango relish. Ooh, it's super yummy, super, super yummy. As I made it and was testing it for my family, my husband was like, it reminds me of jerk chicken a little bit, except for you don't have those really polarizing spices that some people love and some people hate in jerk chicken, but it's kind of got that islandy vibe. So if you're a member of Recipe Club, make sure you don't miss that one this month because it is extra good. It's so yummy. I'm, in fact, I'm excited to make it um, this week and I think my family will be excited as well. Sheet pan Philly cheesesteaks. Oh, this one is, I know I've shared this with you guys before because it's such a hit with my family. And I feel like when summer comes around, it's like an invitation for more sandwiches. And in a way, this is kind of a sandwich, right? So it's really simple to pull together. Obviously, it happens on a sheet pan. You've got bell peppers, some mushrooms, onion, um, and then we add a bunch of cheese on top, which is really nice. Get that cheesy, um, whether it's shredded mo- mozzarella or provolone. We do it on toasted hoagie rolls, and they're just really, really tasty. So it's a really simple recipe. So that's an easy one to check out. You can get that recipe on my website, or we'll link it in the show notes. And then the last recipe that's on my meal plan this week is something I shared on Instagram this week in my Five Ingredient Friday series called Chicken Caesar Wraps. And they are just simple. I got everything at Costco with the exception of the Caesar salad kit, which you can get at Costco. I just happen to have one on hand. But you use a tortilla and then a ripe avocado that you kind of smear as the base some crisped bacon, and then you toss together your Caesar salad and add a sliced chicken breast and you roll those babies up. They are delicious. I think sometimes wraps, oh, here we go. Here's a pun. Wraps get a bad rap because when I think about wraps, I think about like buying them an airport. Like I don't, I don't make very many wraps at home, but when you make a wrap at home, it's good. I was like digging this. Like I made one and I was like, I think I'm going to make another one. This is really tasty. If you take a little fresh lemon juice in there too, mm, it's really good. So to me, this is perfect for a picnic, for poolside, just all of those good things. An easy lunch to do at home um, with kids. And then it's also pretty easy to deconstruct for my kids as well. So we do the avocado, we do the bacon. We, it's it's great. So I wanted to pass that along. I'm really loving these five ingredient recipes because I know you guys are just as busy and crazy as I am. And sometimes if I know that there's only five things going into recipe, it just makes life feel easier. So I'm going to keep doing that series. Make sure you keep an eye out for that. There's some great recipes there. All right. There are your recipes for the week. I'm really excited to continue talking with you on the back half of the podcast all about 
not meal planning, which I spend a lot of time talking about, but meal prep and the difference between the two. Since lunch has been on my mind this week, I've also been thinking a lot about meal planning and prep because you kind of go through the same process in your head. I love this idea of meal prepping, but I also want to acknowledge that meal prepping can feel hard if you've never done it before. So for anyone listening who thinks meal prepping would never work for me, I am not that organized, I don't think that far in advance, my suggestion is to start with a meal plan before you jump into meal prep. You should master a meal plan before you add in meal prep. And I have a whole podcast episode about meal planning, but let me just give you a quick summary because it'll help as we discuss this. So when it comes to meal planning, if you're a person who knows you should meal plan, but you hate meal planning, this is what I suggest. The key to successful meal planning is to make it as simple as possible and to set yourself up for success by establishing a routine. So I like to set a specific time each week to do this task. I literally set a timer on my phone. It is for 9 p.m. on Thursday nights, and that is when I do my meal planning. And I always start in my kitchen. In fact, that's the night my husband puts the kids to bed, and I listen to a favorite podcast that comes out on Thursdays, and it's that's called temptation bundling when you take one task that you think you don't like like meal planning and you combine it with a task you do like like listening to your favorite podcast and it makes the whole experience more enjoyable and if you guys have been listening to me for a while you know i always suggest shopping your kitchen first so opening your fridge your freezer your pantry seeing what you have on hand and allowing that to be your clues or help you take away some of that decision fatigue when it comes to determining what you're going to make that week. So I like to do that. I answer the what's for dinner question once a week on Thursday nights versus every single night. And I'm telling you, it's the decision fatigue that's the worst part. So by doing this, we really eliminate that and it makes such a big difference. I've got my laptop open in the kitchen and anything I need to add to complete the meal plan, I add in my grocery shopping cart, I place my online grocery order, and it is just the best system for me. It probably takes me 30 minutes start to finish, and I don't have to do bedtime that night, which is really, really great. So maybe you're someone who does feel confident in meal planning. You've got a system, whether it's on a Thursday or a Saturday or Sunday, but you feel like you're pretty good at planning meals, but you know this next season is going to be crazy and you want to maybe do a little bit of meal prep, whether that's on the weekends or at the beginning of the week, that you can just reach for to make dinner time even easier. Meal prep is awesome. It's so great. It's a lifesaver for so many people, but... It can feel overwhelming really easily. So this is my best advice when it comes to meal prep for people who think they're too busy to meal prep. And I have been that person before. Start small. Start small. I don't suggest trying to meal prep four meals a week or five meals a week if you've never done it before. I suggest meal prepping one or two meals a week that you know you're going to like. You know it's going to work for your whole family. And simple, simple, simple. Pick simple recipes that work for your stage of life. Not every recipe or meal you make or serve your family has to be elaborate. It really doesn't. Simple food is delicious. 
Simple food should be celebrated, right? And honestly, sometimes when we keep it really simple, it's an easy way to to really put together a very balanced meal. And so I wanted to share this formula that I use when I do meal prepping. And this kind of coincides with the lunch conversation because in a way I do this when I pack my kids' school lunches in that I try to provide a balanced meal. So the formula is a protein, a veggie, and a carb. It's so simple that I, you know, it's kind of like a duh moment. But when I'm meal prepping, I think about a protein. This could be anything from chicken, salmon, shrimp, ground meat, whatever that could be. Chickpeas, if I'm not doing that, or or beans or something like that. Um, A veggie. Right now, the biggest hits for us are bell peppers, broccoli, tomatoes, asparagus even, something like that. And then carb is going to be something like a rice or another grain like farro, sweet potatoes, uh, tortillas, pasta. And it's almost like a game of mixing and matching, right? So if I'm looking at all these options here, and maybe it's my refrigerator that's giving me those clues, it's like, oh, you know what works well together? Chicken, broccoli, and rice. I can do that. I can do that. I can I can take a rotisserie chicken. I can steam some broccoli. I can roast some broccoli. And I can prep this rice or farro or whatever it may be. That's super easy. So that's usually how I build a base. But then what's very important is I do not want you eating bland food. I like you too much to suggest bland food. So if you're going to use this formula, I suggest a flavor booster. And forgive me for the cheesy phrase, I should have thought longer and harder about something that wasn't cheesy, but we are calling these flavor boosters. So let's use this just for the sake of an example, our chicken, chicken, broccoli, and rice. There's a couple of combinations that I really like. For example, lemon juice and garlic. Those just go well together, right? And those have lots of flavor on their own. So maybe I'm going to add a little garlic in the rice, or I'm going to toss the broccoli with garlic and lemon juice before I roast it. Or maybe I'm going to do a little marinade of olive oil, lemon juice, and garlic for my chicken. Though That would be considered a flavor booster. Other ideas for boosters would be lime juice and cilantro. Maybe we're going to take a Mexican take on this, right? Or this is a big hit with my kids, honey and whole grain mustard. A little honey mustard action. Tell me that's not delicious. If we took some honey, some whole grain mustard, and a little bit of olive oil, and we grilled our chicken in advance, and we served that with roasted broccoli and rice, that's a delicious meal, and it is simple. Okay, so that one, teriyaki sauce, such a big hit with my kids right now. They love ter- They love the, what is it, the soyaki at Trader Joe's is the brand that they love so much. Um, and then the very, very teriyaki, low sodium option, also fantastic. And then another big one um, is curry, paste, or powder, and coconut milk. So that's another way to add a lot of flavor in a really simple way. But I just want to emphasize that good food does not have to be complicated. And so if you are feeling like you want to do some meal prep, but you're overwhelmed about finding a recipe, you might not even need a recipe. You just need a formula. Meal prep a protein, a veggie, and a carb. 
and figure out a flavor booster to make it all come together. And if you can build this muscle, it's such a valuable muscle to have. This might not even be dinner. This might be lunch for you throughout the week, right? So if you were to cook off, roast off some salmon um, or some shrimp and just have that ready to go or chicken, whatever it may be, I it really is very easy to pair with veggies and carbs. So think about that. And then I have shared this before and it's always gotten a big response from people, but my favorite freezer meal prep includes this this method, very simply, where I'll take chicken breast and I actually use my kitchen shears and I just kind of cut it up into bite-sized pieces and a bunch of veggies. So think of soft veggies, not so much like sweet potatoes, but like... Um, cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, cauliflower, bell peppers, onions, uh, carrots, like things like that. And you create freezer bags where you've got your raw chicken, your veggies, and then you add different marinades. And in the reel I shared, there was three different marinades. I did a teriyaki sauce, I did an Italian, and I did like a cilantro lime. And then you freeze those flat and they are just like ready to go. And what's great about these is you can turn them into so many different types of meals. For example, a stir fry. So you can, before you head to work in the morning, pull that baby out, put it in your fridge, your pack of the chicken and the veggies and the marinade, and then when you get home, you can toss it together in a skillet, serve it over rice, bam, you have got yourself a stir fry. Or maybe you don't feel like stir fry. Maybe you're gonna put it on a sheet pan and you are gonna do fajitas with tortillas and the fixing for Mexican food. Great idea. Or let's say you're going to do pitas, right? I have a, the delicious chicken pitas from Recipe Club are so yummy. Same thing, you could do pitas with a little tzatziki sauce and some lemon in it. It would be so yummy. So there's a lot of different things you can do. Um, for this really simple freezer meal prep. So if you're interested in meal prep, that might be a great place to start. And I mentioned freezer because that's just how I do them most often, but you don't have to freeze them. If you're going to cut up chicken, veggies, put them in a marinade, you probably have two, three days, depending on how much acidity is in your marinade, um, where that can just kind of sit and hang out in the fridge. So keep that in mind, but um, I've got a reel about it that I'll be sure to link to in the show notes, but it's a really simple method and one that um, you can easily do on your own. Now, another big question I get is how to meal prep protein. And so here are, my, here are my best tips there. For the extra busy mom, a rotisserie chicken is your new best friend, or maybe it's been your best friend for a while like me. I buy one weekly, and whether I serve it to my family for dinner that night or I shred it and freeze it or set it aside for meals throughout the week. It's a really, really great shortcut ingredient to have on hand. When it comes to protein, I like the idea of cooking once to eat twice. So double up the protein on any given night that you're cooking, set it aside, and that can be a protein for the next day. The other thing that has been like revolutionary for me lately is this idea of ground meat. I know that nothing's new about ground beef, pork, chicken, turkey, whatever. But my kids love ground meat. They are big fans of, like, they're way more likely to eat gra cooked ground meat 
as opposed to like a big bite of chicken breast. And I've just noticed this. And it's the Asian lettuce wraps from Recipe Club where my kids love those. And that's where it like the light bulb went off where I'm like, oh my gosh, they love this. My two-year-old can almost like spoon it, like scooping it. And Nora, who's five, is just way more likely to eat protein if it's in that form. And I can also like easily add it into things. There's another recipe club recipe this month for a summer veggie and sausage skillet. And I just add a little bit of ground sausage into the sauce. You it, other than the fact that it tastes delicious, you can hardly tell it's there. And it's a really great way to sneak that protein in. And then last but not least, don't forget about bulk prepping in your pressure cooker, instant pot, slow cooker. Um, maybe you've got a pork tenderloin, you want to slow cook all day and then use that for a couple of different meals. Um, that's a really great tool. Other tools I want to mention is if you are going to start doing meal prep, Make sure you treat yourself to a nice big cutting board if you don't already have one and a really sharp knife, which we talked about last week. Everything you need to know about knives. But a big cutting board makes slicing, dicing, and chopping veggies so much easier. So don't try to do it on a teeny tiny one. You'll feel frustrated and feel like it's much harder than it actually is. And then you have probably heard me mention how much I love the Rubbermaid Brilliance containers, but they have a really great meal prep container that is the one I like most. And all of my leftover containers, food storage containers, everything is Rubbermaid Brilliance because it all nests together so beautifully and is complementary to one another and the lids are the same size and it's just like a game of Tetris in this big kitchen drawer I have and it makes me so happy. So if you don't like the storage containers that you have right now and you're looking to replace them. I just don't have enough good things to say about the Rubbermaid Brilliance series. It comes in glass and plastic and they're all really, really great. Remember, meal planning and meal prepping are different. And if you are not really comfortable with the habit, ritual, routine of meal planning, don't try to jump into meal prepping. It might last you a week or two, but you will likely fall out of the habit because it's hard. It really is hard. But kind of like exercise, once you get in the habit of doing it, you're so glad that you're doing it because it does make you feel so much better, meaning that you're not constantly stressed about what you're making for dinner. You feel like you've got shortcuts throughout the week. Like It's a really, really great thing to do, but it does take a little bit of effort to get in that habit. All right, new episodes will drop every Thursday of Kitchen Prescription. In the meantime, I'd love to hang with you on Instagram. You know I want you in Recipe Club. We have such a good time, and I just, my best recipes really are in Recipe Club. I am so grateful to all of you who participate in Recipe Club and vote on the recipes every month. It has been just such a light for me this year. I love the project so much. Um, and would love to have you there. And then if you're looking to organize or outfit your kitchen and need some guidance there, make sure you check out my family meal makeover course. Thanks to everyone who's left a review. It makes it so much easier for anyone else who's struggling with dinner ideas to find the podcast. You guys just are the best. I can't, I'm literally grinning from ear to ear as I look at these reviews, read them, and just grateful that so many of you have taken the time to leave a lovely review. Have a great week. I can't wait to chat with you next week. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.